Hello everyone and welcome once again to one of our favorite times in the week. And that is uh, this gathering known as Saints Radio with our Saints Network family um, gathered in so many places and so many nations. We're, we're so grateful for this. And I was thinking about uh, the various programs that God has allowed us to um, establish and what, what else is coming. And out of all of them, this is the one that the Lord inspired to just chit-chat and to allow the Spirit to just guide without any pre-established agenda each week and I know that that's not something that lots of people like to listen to but I bless them but that's not our audience anyway they, they have plenty of other things they can listen to on, on um, the website and in Vimeo but uh, for those of you who are regularly a part of this we want you to know how much we enjoy spending time with you knowing that you're there and uh, hopefully the Lord will say some things that are, uh, are of help to you and to us. So welcome to Saints Radio. I'm uh, so grateful that uh, Monica is here. She is carefully studying the scriptures. Pouring over the word, I can see the, the glow of the iPad illuminating her face. So it, it, it's a visual depiction of the anointing. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I, um, it's good to be here. And very thankful for the presence of the Lord that's amongst us. I, I didn't mean to, I didn't intend to start off with this, but um, we were just in prayer, pre-service prayer, pre-service prayer, pre-radio broadcast prayer. And um, I had gotten a message this morning from one of our, sounds like there's an echo. It's coming out of this. Okay. From what you're gonna sit there and hold that the whole no, time? No, it's just the, the <laughs> mics, the headphones. There's so much power up here with this, all this equipment. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I don't mean to sound racist, but sometimes the Mexican radio the, we hear it a lot around here, and they always have that echo. That guy comes on, and it sounds like he's in an echo chamber, and he's done. He's saying these things about come down for this thing here, and it's in an, at that echo chamber, and it always makes me—it's funny, reminds me of that. Go ahead. Anyway, um, I had heard from one of our our dear saints this morning. Is the speaker on? No. That is. Can we unplug these, maybe? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Here, I mean, me. there's a definite. Go ahead. Uh, it sounds like it's coming out of my mic. It's coming out of those headphones. Try it now. Okay. <laughs> just we'll throw them through that, that window. Yeah, but, 
give us some space. We're so space. sorry. Anyway, I had heard from one of our saint, my saintly sisters this morning about um, something going on with her job. And, uh, you know, asking for prayer. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things going on in our nation that is just a lot of craziness. And so in addition to the potential changes in her job, she referenced the fact that because it's a government company, she is being forced to get the vaccination for COVID or else, or else. And I, you know, every day we see headlines of different companies and different types of businesses that are issuing this mandate that's coming down from our government. And, and it's kind of a big deal. But the point of it all, as I was praying this morning, is that this is about control. This is about government control. And I know that the Lord is in control, and I know that He is guiding us in our steps through all of this. But as I was praying this morning, and as I was just laying before the Lord, the Lord reminded me of Daniel. And I know we started off, I think, maybe this year talking about this, but I was reminded of when Daniel had been given favor in the kingdom and it really upset the other leadership and they went to the king who was Darius and told and and really persuaded him to sign this edict this petition that said that if anybody in the kingdom um, makes petition to any other person or being other than the king then they would they would be in trouble and so the king was persuaded and signed the decree and Daniel had heard about it and immediately went into his chamber and got on his knees and opened the window and prayed of course to the Lord and got busted they found out about it and they ended up throwing him in the lion's den in which the Lord completely preserved him and showed himself in such great power in the kingdom. And so I say all that to say that so many of the things that we're facing in, in our nation, and I know in, throughout the nations of the world, if you feel like you're, hen, you know, if you're, if you're feeling that measure of control from the government, I just want to encourage you and say, as we stand fast, before the Lord and hold fast to who we are in Him and what He has promised. No matter no matter what comes against us in that place, He will preserve us and He will show Himself strong through us, um, because He is sovereign over all of these issues. And I, I know it's. I mean, I know there's so many people that are losing their jobs because of this, um, and it's going to affect so much in our nations um, but the Lord is the Lord's in it and he's going to show himself in great power I think through this so that's really was just meant to be a word of encouragement um, because it is you know it, we do have a lot coming against us and um, it's just craziness what's 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 happening through our governments and so of course we pray for them and we we bless them but we will stand on behalf of what God says and we will 
we will stand in his righteousness and not be moved and we will get on our knees and we will lift up our voice in prayer and believe for the deliverance of the Lord in every situation so like I said I didn't want to launch with that but why not <laughs> so that's all that's all and God shut their mouths yeah why did they have a lion's den anyway well I'm sure it was part of a it was just part of their I mean like a zoo I would think it was I don't know I mean culturally I don't know what that was but I know that they martyred people in a lot of different ways back in those those days and you had the fiery furnace years before that which was that giant thing that had the big burning uh, mess that was very very hot then you had this lion's den and um, you know, it's really odd you see when our one of the benefits one of the only benefits of having our military go in there um, to those to those countries was that is your mic on yeah why can't they hear me hello can you turn it up maybe a little bit why are they saying i'm I just got a word from Annette saying you need to turn your mic back on. So I don't know what that means. Well, I don't. I don't know. It's it's pegging. This is this is bizarre. It is bizarre. Um, text Pastor Fabian, will you? He's down in his office. Anyway. Um, They've been able to uncover things down underneath the city where cities have been built on cities, and they're they're finding different relics from that particular civilization. It's very it's very interesting, but I never thought about that. Why they why they needed a a lion's den? Um, but who knows? Who knows? So we grasp the prophetic. Um, the, the prophetic word that you just brought that God is going to stand by your convictions and that um, there will be uh, absolute provision for him but you got to be wise with that well you can only imagine I mean Daniel he was going to stay true to who he was, and I mean, he did that from day one when he was put in that kingdom, just placed there. But um, I mean, you can only imagine, kind of like Joseph. It's like, okay, I'm going to be faithful to the Lord. I'm going to open my window, get on my knees. I'm going to pray to the Lord because that whole scenario troubled him greatly. And then from there, he ends up getting thrown in the lion's den. I mean, how would you react to that? <laughs> so I guess my whole point is, is we may, we may find ourselves in uncomfortable, dangerous situations in the midst of the process, in the midst of, of what God's doing in order for him to show himself himself 
strong and to deliver you know it's like you always say it's like we all pray for miracles we want a miracle but we want we don't want to be in that place to need one you know are we willing to um, to be used of the Lord like that and I mean you can just look at Joseph's life through my goodness and through it all he was faithful to the Lord and who he was but he very humbly served every place that the God every every place that the, that the Lord put him um, you know whether he was in the dungeon in the prison with the baker and the candlestick maker or in a place of of great power in the kingdom so I don't know why this has come up today other than the fact that every single day we're seeing headlines about this and that about just this control of our government and it doesn't make sense in so many ways it's not about whether or not you're pro-vax anti-vax whatever that is that's that's totally beside the point it's a matter of where your convictions lie so, well so anyway. That's well said. You know, God has a way of turning things around. And um, sometimes it happens in, well, he moves in mysterious ways. This is totally on a, um, I don't want to say materialistic, but a, not even carnal. It's, you know, recently in our country, um, there was a big protest with Major League Baseball concerning the all-star game in Atlanta and they said that because Georgia was evaluating their voting processes the Major League Baseball pulled the all-star game out of Atlanta and moved it to Colorado to punish the city of Atlanta to punish Georgia well we all saw that happen well now the Atlanta Braves are in the World Series so the World Series is going to be in Atlanta. It's going to be in Georgia. And there's nothing anybody can do about it. And I just think that's kind of a funny thing. I'm not a fan of the Atlanta Braves. In fact, I don't... I, 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 it's not been a team that I've really ever rooted for. But I'm grateful that the, the good people of Georgia um, were, were rewarded. Um, I, I just think that's a small thing, but and it, and God may or may not have had anything to do with it. But I just think it's very interesting. And God, God, is is going to stand against the nonsense that is trying to be uh, fomented upon um, the world and His people and God's people. Um, I think He's going to turn things for the good that are intended for evil mm. you know even even the, the business of uh, uh, all this gender fluid stuff where we have to incorporate into our into our writing uh, the he he his what you're still too low Every, I mean, I've gotten words from somebody in the sanctuary, somebody in the office, somebody from Florida. Fabian's saying it's not Multiple right. people from Florida, somebody from Switzerland, saying that you sound like you're far away or in a tunnel. So I just asked him, I and he said, understand. have him turn it up a little bit. Because well, you're not far Fabian, from your mic. Has Fabian said anything? 
Yeah, he said. So what does he want me to do? Turn it up. He said, how close is he to your mic? Because he sounds good. Because I sound good, which means that he needs to be. And I told him you were close to it. So let's just try you turning it up. Isn't this funny? (laughs) Normally, you were the one that everybody said, I can't hear you. It's just, we're just working through some technical issues. I don't know what else I can do. Well, let's just. They can hear you. You just sound like you're in a tunnel. The Mackey unit is higher for both of us than it's ever been all the all the uh, uh, the gauges are pegging properly Um, I just realize how amazing it is that we can be sitting here on this radio broadcast talking about the scriptures and the things of the Lord and know that we've got saints here in this sanctuary here in this church and multitudes of different churches around the country in Switzerland and they can actually contact us in a nanosecond and give us report oh here comes here comes I mean isn't that a miracle the Lord has sent a, a an angel has come Pastor Fabian has joined us oh glory to God how is it looks good Everything looking good. You are in the same settings. You're both. Okay. You should be. And the Mackie board is is set. Excuse unmuted. us. Unmuted. Good. Sign sealed. Could it have something to do with those headphones that you put under the well, desk? Put headphones down here, but that shouldn't. I shouldn't have done anything. Yeah, good good thought. <laughs> I put them down there because they were echoing. Um, we'll just keep going. What were you saying? Oh, just what a miracle it is that we can all be connected in this way. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I... It's just... See, is it pegging over here on the... Yeah, you look good Everything looks fine. Maybe it's the anointing. What do you think? Maybe it's God saying that I'm... I'm at the... I'm at the temple. I'm... As long as you're not in the lion's den. The cloud of glory (laughs) was so strong that it sounded like I was echoing. The sound of of many waters. Uh, Speaking of, Pastor Larry texted and said that the lion's den was probably a petting zoo for the guests of the king. Oh, yeah? A petting zoo? Who would pet the lion? Who would put somebody in there as a petting zoo? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know. You know, the the flying buttress gets around to many exotic locations. So they probably have found... um, found some lion petting zoo. And Annette is happy that you talked about the Braves. I guess she's a Braves fan. Well, I figured she was. And then we've got Pastor Fabian representing the Dallas Cowboys, which (laughs) is... They're they're not in the World Series. No, No, but they're doing really well. I don't know what's going on. I just just made a change to your mic. Okay. helped it. So, uh, those of you hearing live, I'm speaking right now. And I, has the has the audio quality improved? Yay or nay? What say ye? And the problem is, they won't hear that message for sixty seconds. Oh, really? We are sixty seconds behind. Sixty delay. second delay. Wow. So this is baffling. We've never had this problem before. As I said, it's usually them saying they can't hear her, but as you can see, I'm just. I'm right about. I've 
I'm begone this microphone. Right. I'm falling upon it. It's there. Um, so, uh, I guess we can say, uh, what is it in your life that is a, um, you know, a couple of uh, weeks ago, the Lord said that God was going to be bringing resolution to situations that seemed unsolvable. And so, on Sunday, Pastor Fabian testified of how God brought uh, a wonderful opportunity. We don't know how long, that whether this is just a brief window of supply and something else is going to manifest out of it, but what's being provided for him and for uh, his family is, is really a wonderful thing. I met with uh, one of the ladies in our church, and she was having some issues with her her grandchildren and uh, uh, who was going to have uh, uh, full rights to them between her daughter and um, the, the son-in-law and she told me that God gave complete custody to her her daughter and to Daniel. the family there's no chance it's still the same and um, I think that's a miracle because that's been that's been a problem, and God brought a resolution. In fact, so much so, I'm not trying to make anybody jealous here, but so much so that the the the, the father wasn't even coming to um, to any of the court scenarios, and it was uncontested. And that that's a miracle, knowing that family in this church. So I don't know what you may be facing. I don't know what kind of challenging scenario may be in front of you, but God is really turning things for the good. He said he would. He's doing it in real, real time right now. So we release that kind of blessing to you. Amen. Amen. So I think since this mic is doing some wacky things and we don't know why, we do not know why. Uh, we need to have Luke here for his famous French uh, analysis. He could be doing his check, check, check on different things and that would, that would have resolved this by now. Um, we don't know what's wrong, but we'll just keep going as long as you can um, as long as you can hear through perhaps uh, the mic that's across the table. They can hear you. They just, it's, it's just muffled, yes. This is really strange. I've oh, never had that problem before. Um, and all the connections, Pastor Fabian just dutifully checked all the connections, checked the settings, and, and it's showing up. Monica, say something. Hello, hello, hello. See that's registering me? Yeah. No, don't say anything. Hello, 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 hello. I say, I say, I say, boy. I mean, you can see it's it's not pegging as much, right? As as what she's is what she said. Speak, speak again. Speak again. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Hello. Test one. Mine is a little lower, but I don't know why. I switched the channel, so if it was a problem with the channel, you're on this one now, and that, that should have fixed it. 
If I mute. So it, Testing it, it's one, like it's two, only picking one. up from that microphone. Only. Indeed. Indeed. Which is strange. Okay, try it again. Testing one, two, one. One, deux, trois. All right, there we go. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. So it's fixed? It should be fixed. It should be fixed. Now you're going to be too loud. So if you need to change it, it's this one if they tell you you're too loud. So do you think it's maybe it this channel? channel? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Well, thankfully, we have two other, yeah. three other channels that are unused. We just want to thank all of you for sticking with us through this oh, I know CeeLo. <laughs> thank you, Fabian. <laughs> thank you, Pastor Fabian. All right. I'll be so good to have him around here. Wow, that, that is very interesting. Mm. There's too much power going through that, through that uh, number one mic setting. We'll have to remember that. So, okay, half the program has been spiritual and uh, technical. Do you want to follow up on anything? I gave those testimonies about Pastor Fabian, and, um, well, I'll just say it. It's, it's a done deal. Rose and, and her grandsons, the two growing little boys, they are now going to be free to be um, in a... In a uh, in an environment that we believe God will use to cause them to grow in in good ways. Amen. And we just had resolution on this situation. Yeah. Right. Because everybody's saying really now strange. it sounds great. So that's really thank you all strange. for sticking with us. So all of you techies, we'll just throw it out there. What pa Pastor Fabian did was uh, he moved the the mic connect into one of the other channels on this little Mackie board which means that the first channel, Microphone 1, has uh, an issue with it. And that's the channel that we've used for the past couple of years. We don't travel with this board. It just sits here. We don't throw footballs at it. We don't douse it with water. See? The enemy blocks one thing, God opens another channel. So we just obviously proclaim that to you today. What else you got? That was a pretty good one. The lion's den. Any further clarity on whether it was a petting zoo for visiting dignitaries? We don't know, but maybe we can research that and find that out. I just think it's... I wonder if they had a bear's den, too, or a hyena's den. I think for a lot of us, I mean, I think it, it can be really troubling to... You know, there's, there's, there's the, the belief that when, and you can find this through history, um, through the Old Testament, when, when God wants to judge a nation, he sets it up under a heathen government. And I'm not calling any names. I'm not, I'm just pretty much saying, th say, <laughs> saying it the way that it is. And I think for a lot of us, it can be really troubling, whether you're here, whether you're in France, whether you're in any number of nations. Um, we have to remember that one of the other things that the Lord s spoke to me when I was praying about this this morning 
is that how many times in the Bible does the Lord say, the battle is mine? And, and we do have the great privilege to partner with him in intercession on behalf of um, just restoring righteousness in our land and restoring creation back into place of, of glory and praise to the Lord. But ultimately, the battle is his. Mm-hmm. And, and we surrender and submit ourselves under him as a warrior who is intent. I mean, we just studied about the Nakam and about just how important it is that we partner in that measure of intercession to to really restore things back to its original intent. And um, he won't relent. He's not going to relent until this happens. And so just like Daniel getting put in the lion's den and put in harm's way according to what the natural eye would see, God's ways are not man's ways, and he can do some pretty crazy things to get his purpose accomplished. And so I, I really believe that we need to just not only prepare ourselves, but believe for just the creative moves of God to, and be willing to be a part of that so that he can establish himself in the nations and um anyway so you know i i think that's that's true i think this window of time has been used by god for a number of reasons and maybe not the reasons that we in our reactive nature see um I think that we're being shown the the way the enemy is trying to build toward the things we read about in um, in the end time in the scripture, and I think that God is giving us another window now. Thankfully, this progressive, permissive government is falling flat on its face. I mean, you think about, I, I, I don't want to get too political here, but fi- I could list five major things that have gone to hell in a handbasket. And it's, it's, it's really good that we're being able to see, and all of those people that are moderates and um, in, in, the, um, in the middle can see, look, this stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And I think that and maybe it's a wake up call for the church. Maybe it's a maybe it's a wake up call to people that are that have been playing around and now they see, okay, this is really serious. Because you know, I can just speak for us in the United States. We've been blessed. The churches have you know, we've had our battles, but we've not really faced any type of opposition. We really haven't. And so it's good to have that wake-up call. And I hope that it really is a wake-up call. Mm. But we are in the times of the end, but it's not really the full-fledged end yet, you know? And and I think God's going to give us an opportunity for an awakening. And this is an awakening. And maybe it will... Maybe it'll get a little bit worse financially. 
I'm not wanting that. I'm not prophesying that. But hopefully this is being used to awaken people and make them deter make them realize, look, I better get serious. I, I better this is not a time to play games. Things are things are going haywire. And you can look in Loudoun County, Virginia, you can look in, in other you can look at San Francisco as chaotic as things have become there. You can look in Chicago where hundreds of hundreds and hundreds of people have been killed this year. And, it, and that's not even mentioned that people have been shot. Um, but yet, there are people who just think that's great. They're, you're not going to be able to reach everybody. The, some of the seed is going to fall on soil that is as hard as a rock. And but But maybe God is using this to awaken people. And, and we need to be getting ready. You do see the enemy testing things. You know, you see, you think about World War II where Hitler had the opportunity to go and train his troops and to train his pilots in that Spanish Civil War with Franco. And, and that then set the stage for what he was going to eventually do, which was horrible. I think this is kind of a testing ground. I'm not putting a number of years on it, but um, I'm just grateful that people are being able to see, if they want to see, this is what's coming. You know, there was a, a weird thing happened this week, and Ruby and I have laughed about it, but it's really kind of sad. Um, a delivery was made here and dropped off at our on our front porch for a church down the street a rainbow church down the street and so it was a box of heavy paper and I I wasn't I had sprained my wrist recently and uh, I wasn't gonna pick that thing up and carry it down there they can come and get it it's not very far away so Ruby writes and she gets an answer back and it's really odd that it was from a person who characterized himself in the email as she, her, hers. And I thought, what is that? And it was on the day where our government was devoting itself to that kind of proper pronouns. And I thought, this is wacky. This is just really, really weird. But it's, it's all over the place. And if they if this ideology had not been able to share itself, we as Christians, as God's people, would have been saying, no, that's not going on in our country. That's not, that abusive insistence is not happening. We're able to see it, and hopefully it wakes some people up. Um, you know, in our, in our own lives, usually we don't do anything until we really, it, it's made very plain to us. And now some people, when it's when it's made plain, they just ignore it. But for others, you are presented with a scenario and you can't ignore it, and you adjust and you say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna change. I'm gonna be what I'm supposed to be." And I think God's using this now, hopefully as a um, 
I was listening to Bill O'Reilly this morning, and he was saying that he was going to stop. Well, I don't think he was going to stop calling the the thing progressive. He was going to start calling it permissive. <laughs> and I think that's probably true. There's no progress in it. It's permissive. Anything goes. And um, uh, if it if it doesn't, you know, with malice toward none, it awakens you. You're not woke. You're awakened. And and I think that Christians needed to see that if they're willing to see it. And it hid behind ideologies to where if you say anything against this permissivism, you're not a person of love. You are a racist. You you don't do this. You aren't this. And you're just a horrible miscreant. And even that's starting to melt away. You know? And so maybe that's a a favor God is giving to us. I, I don't like it. Um, I remember you know, I remember saying things from the pulpit about five years ago. Um, I never knew this was really in our country. I never knew that there were people who were so antagonistic and so absolutely off the charts of what I believed an American was, but there are millions of those types of people. We love them, and we have to love them. The Bible tells us to. But maybe this is a good thing to kind of shake us out of our ignorance. And um, I, um, I think, I think it's, I think it's an interesting framework. So you have people who don't like Daniel who who are incensed at who he was and the influence he had on the king but mostly being that being demonically driven they didn't like his relationship with God and so they set him up to fail but God prevailed yeah and you know we t- the Lord's been speaking a lot about about awakening our, our spiritual gifts about awakening um, the gift of dreams and 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 vision and just hearing clearly you know what the spirit is saying to the church of interpretation and I think about you know Daniel and you know not only did he have an excellent spirit he was so true to who he was and how powerfully the Lord used him on behalf of bringing interpretation and understanding to what God was going to do and I I I flip through because I remember reading this a few days ago and it's just so powerful where he's interpreting the dream about um, the four beasts which I guess represented four kings or four kingdoms but he begins to interpret about that fourth one and he says and he shall speak words against the Most High. He shall wear out the saints of the Most High. This is the ESV translation. I apologize about that. No, it's all right. He shall think to change the times and the laws. Is that not happening? Yeah. And they shall be given unto his hand for a time and times and a half a time. But the court shall sit in judgment, and his dominion shall be taken away to be consumed and destroyed to the end and the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high 
His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. And of course, then Daniel was greatly alarmed, and his color, he was, the cogitations of his mind greatly troubled him. It says here his color changed, his countenance changed. And I can tell you, I personally have been feeling that cogitations of my mind greatly troubling me. I've been dealing with, uh, you know, from time to time, just physical things that I know are being affected because of of the spirit realm and because of things that God's beginning to show us in the spirit realm. And, you know, I don't despise that. I know that you've lived that for, for a long time, but, you know, it's just something that we are, we belong to him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's one of those halal passages yeah where he was sick and that sick many days and um that's the type of prayer that people are going to recognize breaks through and they're going to say let us come and halal with you mm. for we know that god is with you and so perhaps god is welcoming us into that so that we can be come honed to what we're to be in this season in, yeah. this, in the time to come. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I'm reminded, too, of what Pastor Larry preached on on the Sunday uh, ending our seminar with uh, Esther and Mordecai. Mordecai, that's quite a name. Quarterback for SMU's last name is Mordecai. Mordecai. But um, I wonder how Luke would pronounce that in French. Probably something that it's, it's, in French, it's probably uh, uh, Ian or something like that. <laughs> no, 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 it is not that. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Mm. Interesting days. We're just, yeah, these are very tumultuous days, but we just have to just trust <clears throat> in the Lord that we serve and know that. Whatever we face, whatever we see, whatever in this natural realm, he is still on the throne. Yeah, all of these, we've got a lot of things according to God's vision and the assignment we've been given that are going to go forward. They have to go forward because this is important to God. The populating of the saints around the earth before the night comes when no man can do it still has to come mm -hmm. and and I think even the shutdown uh, when we were ready to burst out in a number of different ways uh, I think that this time frame has been to prepare us and to give us a clearer vision and a, and a greater empowerment to be able to fulfill that task which we could have gone on I, we were fully ready to go on but we would not have what we've been being prepared to do had we not had to walk through this season. How much longer this season is, we're, listen, we're preparing ourselves to burst forth in, I said that twice, to go forward in 20, we're going forward now, but, you know, we're going to be mobilizing as the Lord leads our saints family to to be in, in joint prayer as we come out of 20. 21 into 2022 and to look forward to what God's going to do um, 
we're I had a planning session today um, was privileged to talk with Monica with with Pastor Fabian talked with Scott yesterday about finally launching these teachings that um, will first begin with the things God's shown the Saints about prayer and uh, then we'll take those as we go and have them uh, have uh, other uh, the same teaching then translated for French and translated for Portuguese and then just a, a structure of just moving forward and then building that archive so that then that can be put in the hands of those that will come along. God is moving. Yeah, things are really weird. I, you know, I went through that season, as many of you do, where I was just frustrated as an American. Angry to some degree. Just because of uh, what I know is being tried to be done for our identity as Americans, not as white people or black people or uh, uh, Asian people or Hispanic people or whatever other kind of people, but as Americans. And it, it just, boy, I had to, I'm still trying to die to that. But God's using it. God's using it. And we, we need to view it through the eyes of the Lord. I mean, what Monica read from the book of Daniel, you also read those curious passages of how the saints overcome, and then they're overcome. Mm -hmm. Then the saints overcome. Then mm -hmm. they're overcome. Mm -hmm. The enemy tries to wear out. We, these are seasons of, of overcomings. And it's God's way. I don't personally like it. Uh, it's God's way. I love Him. I understand it. But when it's happening, oh, it can feel so uncomfortable. You know, there's there isn't there a passage that says, if a house be divided, it will fall? Yeah, Jesus said that. Abe Lincoln quoted it. Yeah, and you know, we always liken that, I think, to the church. But I'm just, just reflecting on while you were talking about what's happened throughout the last year and a half. You know, I can just look at my country, but I'm sure that each one of you could apply this in whatever country that you're living in. Just the divisiveness and, I mean, from riots and racial issues and just things that, I mean, things that are happening at our border and so many things that really have come against the unity of this nation and who we are as a people under God. And, and I think about, we had a prayer time with the pastors last week, and I think about the word that I think Pastor Larry had brought about unity and about how God's calling us into a measure of unity at his throne. And I think that if a house divided will surely fall, God is calling us as his saints. No matter how the enemy has tried to separate us in the natural we have that place of unified purpose at his throne together in intercession and our positioning as we're seated in heavenly places with him and so don't be distraught because we have to recognize that you know things that manifest in the natural all that happens in the spirit first all that is contended with in the spirit before it manifests in the natural and so we need to really 
remember that we're standing unified, one with our Father, one body, one, you know, one spirit before Him together as His people at His throne in one unified purpose. And I just believe that that, I mean, that's so much a part of the resolution and the restoration, even of our of what manifests in the natural. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think I think strife also welcomes every evil work. Yeah. And I think the enemy has been using this type of strife to welcome in lots of things, not not just what you would see on on cable news, but in the spirit realm. I mean, we. I still remember I, I vividly, and I've talked about this before, and you remember it too. That time after things were shut down and we were trying to reach out to people that were sequestered. And I remember that spirit that came and it was awful, it was wicked. And I had set things up here at the church and I, I just uh, not long before, finally uh, the, the meeting was gonna be happening very soon and I was just overcome. I, I was uh, the anger was coming to me, and all kinds of other things. And and I I felt the Lord say after two or three of those encounters, this is a spirit that has been released upon the earth. And then we saw it kind of ignite our nation in flames, and and other nations, and just that wickedness that has been released into the atmosphere according to God's timetable. And um, I I know that we had to we had to experience it and know that look this is what we're up against is different than what we felt but it's here so this is a training time I'm not welcoming the enemy to do things I am not I'm not prophesying I remember one time there was a guy here that was once a very dear brother who got sideways and tried to gather a bunch of people to knock me out of here and and I would I would warn about things he said you prophesied that and look what's happened no I didn't prophesy I'm warning be careful and so I think these are good days we're walking in blessing God is miracle after miracle providing for people bringing resolution bringing supply good things are happening but we have to seek God in the midst at this table we're feasting in the presence of our enemies and God's with us there so we need to remember that and cherish it you know I uh, I you mentioned a gathering of pastors that was great there was also a gathering with French leaders and Pastor Vicky had been teaching them, and um, you know we, we were able to all meet together this past Saturday. What a what a blessing it is! God is doing good things, wonderful things, and we're just so very grateful to be able to be preserved, provided for, and led. So. When you were reading that passage from Daniel, it just was really exciting. Um, 
that 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 was a that's a good word for us. Mm. We've got ten minutes left. Do you want to? Well, I guess since I launched off with you, might get thrown in the lion's den, but don't fear because God's going to deliver you. He needs to come back with something that was. I mean, even though that is a great promise. In the end, <laughs> he has the victory. It's 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 strange. I don't know which I'd rather the li- I I I think I would absolutely, without a doubt, prefer the lion's den over the fiery furnace. I've always had a fear of fire, um, like well, I don't need to go there, but I think I, I think that I would befriend those lions. <laughs> <laughs> such a funny like Saint Francis yeah or or uh, what was the name of the martyr in Lyon oh Blandina Blandina yeah they couldn't kill that woman one time one of the last few trips that we were able to take before the lockdown I don't know if you remember this but we were going through sec- security was heightened during those days and we were going through security um, to get on our international flight and for whatever reason they had a dog it was a German Shepherd dog that was um, a sniffer you, yeah you had to walk past him in this little gated area that they had you had to walk past the dog and his handler before you could actually go through security and so I'm standing in line waiting for this process to go to go next to the dog and I'm standing there and I'm looking at the dog. This, y'all are going to think I'm crazy. And I, I mean, I just connected with the dog. It's like the dog looked at me. I connected with the dog. And I was just sitting there watching. So when it was time for me to go through, the dog reacted. So they pulled me aside to, ch- to search me. And I, 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 it was a woman that, that was going to search me. And I, she said, what do, you have, do you have anything on you? And I said, well, I have a Bible. And I said, that's about all you're going to find, <laughs> find on me. And, and she actually said to me, you love dogs, don't you? And I said, I absolutely do. And he, she said, I think that's why that dog responded to you, because they can sense that. And sometimes they do react that way to somebody that has a strong affection for dogs. And so I just thought that was funny, because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so they searched me. I was clean, and then I went on about my very way to Brazil or wherever we were going. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to watch you around dogs. I remember one time one of those little dogs, one of those beagle dogs, was coming around. And you, and he said, "Hello, puppy," and the guy said, "No, no, no, don't, don't do that, ma'am." Yeah, it's a service dog. <laughs> I remember that. Remember the dog in the square in Brazil in Sao Paulo? When we went to go do our activation, and the dog was laying at the statue. Yeah. And, yeah. And then we had the dog in... In Athens. In Athens. That liter- this dog literally followed us the whole time we yeah, were there. Yeah, he was our guardian. It didn't matter where we went, that dog showed up. Yeah, we had a group, and this, this dog just saw us, and, and we were walking around at night doing, doing spiritual things. Uh, that was back when we were really spiritual. And... <laughs> This dog 
I remember one time we were coming up upon this one intersection and that dog was out in front of us and it just started looking forward, just barking, rawr, 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 like it was really guarding over us. And it, that was that was a neat experience. So um, anyway. So the lion's den. The lion's den. Boy, for all you animal lovers, but let's see, we've talked about lions and we've talked about dogs. Well, let me add this. Somebody, and I believe it was in Lake Highlands, posted a picture on the, the Lakewood Facebook page of a bobcat that was perched up in a tree in Lake Highlands. And the, she made a post and said, we spotted this cat. This bobcat just wanted to suggest that you be careful with your cats and your dogs and this i mean it's like it looks like something that you would see at the dallas zoo it's giant and you think how in the world can something like that roam through a residential area but they i mean they are they're all around anyway this (laughs) yeah you better keep an eye on uh, things i was uh i was driving home the other day and i took a shortcut through the neighborhood and there was this a huge turkey vulture sitting in the middle of the road eating something. I don't know what it was. And it was just there, just eating away. And um, I stopped for a little while and was watching it. And then I thought, okay, this thing is not paying any attention <laughs> to me. So I got over to the side and moved, drove along. And, and uh, I noticed that there were a couple of huge ravens or crows, they were big birds, mm-hmm. who were watching, waiting for that bigger bird to get out of the way. So we're living in a, in a virtual zoo here in Dallas. Well, the craziest thing that's happened to me in my house is after church one day, this was about a year ago, I walked up the sidewalk to go to my, into my back door and I walked past the swimming pool and I saw this image in the swimming pool and I looked closer, and it was a snapping turtle that was about this big. Wow. A snapping turtle in the bottom of the pool. And so I ran and got less, and, and you should have seen us trying to get that turtle out of the pool. So we got the big swimming pool net that the pool cleaner uses, and we fished that. It must have weighed 100 pounds or more. Fished that, that turtle out of the bottom of the pool and put it in our Yeti cooler and Les drove it up to the lake and let it go free, but it was giant. Wow. So my question is, how did it get there? I don't know. Like, did it just walk down Gaston? Well, you've had a lot. You've had black roosters back there. And but don't you think if somebody saw it even walking up the alley, and then did it? How did it get under the gate? These are mysteries. Probably came through one of those portals that are by your house. Yeah, must have. Of course, now, again, I thought maybe you were going to say that Annette had gone down into the estuary <laughs> and brought a manatee up and put she it in She would do pool. that for me. I thought she would have done that. But, yeah. you know, uh, tune in next time when we'll have uh, more estuary talk. We'll bring in Pastor Larry and he can tell us about it and then give us a, uh, an account of the latest uh, uh, journeys of the flying buttress. This has been an unusual broadcast. I don't need to tell you that. But thank you for joining us. Thank you for walking us through the repairing of the seat. We had an obstacle, and through your help, we were able to identify that one of the channels on this Mackie board is Kaputa. And so thank you for your help. 
Now, did you want to say something about uh, Seasons broadcast this coming Friday? Oh, yeah. We we have another Seasons broadcast, that our, our second Seasons broadcast, which will be a series, which we're going to begin this Friday morning at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock it is. That's Central Standard Time. It'll be broadcast live. I'll be joined by with Apostle Ron and with our resident teacher seer Stacy McGill and we are going to be talking about the rest of God so join us not the not the conclusion of God no no the rest the the rest not the, the new remainder of God but the rest the rest of God yes okay yes so nine o'clock and then it'll also be available on archive live coming to you live this coming Friday all mics functioning so please uh, please join us. We'll see you tomorrow, Wednesday Night Live. And uh, this weekend, we're going to be having a very special emphasis of prayer, which you will be hearing about further. We'd like for you, those of you who tune in or watch what goes on here on Sundays, will notice things are going to be very different this Sunday on uh, October 31st. But please be ready to, to join us. So, until all of those times, thanks for joining. God bless you all. It's a privilege to be serving Him together with you. And we will talk again with you soon.